Time stops for no being. Overthrowing despots be damned. A favor for a friend and ally brings the Void Jammer's crew to the ocean planet of Entha on a rescue mission. They'll soon find out that the Turning Water is home to many mysteries, some that jeopardize their current mission, and some about the crew members themselves. Beneath the surface lie potential answers, and for once, a job that has them answering a call to protect and to preserve. Aside from the demons within, in their way stands a much more immediate and external dragon to slay, the company manager of Entha and her squad of aquatic troubleshooters. And Saren, Relora, Ballad, and Friday look like the perfect target practice. Ride the waves or get shot trying. Far beyond the stars. Last episode, I think, was a bit of a haze. I do, I do, please stop me if I got any of this wrong, because I I only vaguely remember it myself. I do believe that you destroyed both Hugbots in the warehouse mm-hmm. that were definitely functioning questionably when they challenged your right to go grab your cargo ticket. You dealt with them admirably, and Skix gave you some loot in exchange for you maybe not reporting this incident to the stewards or anyone else like his bosses that might be interested in this incident. Some pretty nice loot at that. Absolutely. So, uh, as I also recall from last episode, Esk called in their favor, Mm -hmm. and you were able to get a little extra help down to the warehouses for organization and restocking purposes, meaning that you were able to get your delivery of the cargo shifted from tomorrow afternoon to this evening. So you will be able to get out of here very soon, leaving you with, I'm going to say, about five hours of downtime to resupply the void jammer figure out anything else you need before you leave and to meet up with anyone on absalom station that you were hoping to see before taking off i know that saren wanted to visit pira i believe ballad you were thinking about visiting xavius while you were here yeah uh which leaves miss fanny and friday to resupply the void jammer and also might i suggest to go shopping for some gear you might find helpful on a planet that is primarily water. Ah. Especially since Saren, you know, if you're looking for Shan, and Shan usually works on one of the craft that crawls along the bottom of the sea, going underwater is highly probable on this trip. Hooray! <laughs> I have, <laughs> hooray, Saren's going to have such a good time. It's totally not the source of so many of your nightmares. <laughs> uh, Heidi's excited. <laughs> as long as we're not going down in a capsule that is ran by a PlayStation controller. Good. Yes. Um, Dang, I thought we would make it through today without an ocean gate in a comment. 
<laughs> not a chance. That's going to be such old news by the time this episode comes out, though. So let's try to keep that to a minimum. <laughs> so I have a little chart that came with the AP that I have shared with all of you in Roll20. It's a screenshot of various supplies that the AP thinks might be useful. Oh, good. So I suggest that you take a look at those. You're probably not going to need them until next episode. So you don't have to do this shopping now. Just, just, you know, make sure that you've collected some of these items, you know, before you go onto the sea. Yep. Miss Fanny (laughs) shopping. And to that point, we probably like, you know, make sure everyone goes through that, that loot sheet. We decide what to sell off, sell the shit off and then have like have purchases made. So. Okay, so admin out of the way for the game. What uh, what kind of shape are y'all in after fighting the Hugbots? Oh goodness, I know. I my the thirst notes list. I put specifically bruises, so I didn't take any hit point damage, but took stamina damage. So I'm at eighteen out of thirty one stamina. But because it's in hit points, I'm just picturing that as there's just like aches and pains there's probably noticeable bruises where i got hugged uh so i know as far as miss fanny as you know esque form for the time being definitely some little some little bruising on the uh on their oh i guess their carapace their shirins have they have like an exoskeleton i think right no more. <laughs> they might have the, both. The shapes, I was like, the shapes I inhabit, I should probably. But, but, but they're basically bruised up. They're bruised up. Maybe the antenna's bent at the wrong angle. Um, okay. But definitely not, nothing internal that would need, you know, an ER visit. Okay. So they're basically fine. Yeah. How's Friday doing? Friday's doing good. He somehow, I think, came out relatively unscathed. Uh, he was kiting. He took down. He almost took down a hugbot all on his own, just mm. kiting it around uh, while you guys were all dealing with the other one. Uh, and uh, that one could not hit him for the life of him. Uh, Abby was rolling not great that day, uh, so I oh, was doing great. Oh, what a great. surprise! Shocker! Oh, Abby wasn't rolling good. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's so unusual <laughs> for her. <laughs> well good i'm glad friday's in such great shape good for him how nice uh saren are you in any are you in any shape to go on a date um i uh you know what i I don't have the crystals probably probably need to go go buff out some crystals i don't have damage noted on my character sheet but i don't know because i was tracking that on like the token and i don't know if that's something you can see so that since we are not on that tab anymore i cannot okay uh yeah you know what i'm fairly certain i took a few hits it's been a minute but uh yeah probably need to go get some crystals buffed out because i think there was some hugging and some cracking if i remember you were you were you were hugged yeah, I believe that th- that was some fierce hugs. You got a good squeeze. <laughs> Those hug bots do not mess around. <laughs> okay, yeah, so got to go get some buffing done. Well, then that helps me order how I want to do the role playing sessions. Since Friday and Esk are both in fine shape, 
you two are going to go take care of resupply unless there's something in particular you wanted to do otherwise on the station. Uh, nope. This is going to be a okay. Friday light episode. <laughs> Saren is going to take, you know, make sure, make sure she looks, she looks presentable. Ballot, are you, are you meeting Xavius at their place of work? Yeah. So Ballot, you head to the last place that you knew that Xavius had a workshop. You enter the code to the door you know. It opens. You progress a little farther and bam. New door. They have definitely <laughs> been increasing security. Uh, unsurprising. That just makes her even more worried and frantic. So she, she puts in the other code she knows. So just you're just, uh, you're just running through all of the various secret codes that Xavius has that you are aware of. Yeah, I think they have like a series of, I imagine, sort of ciphers between them because oh, heck yeah, <laughs> they've been in contact, you know, and and uh, they've had to do some sneaky maneuvering in the past, especially like this is such a weird time period of time to consider, but like way back in the beginning when it was just the two of them, androids were still largely not free in most places and in, uh, you know, near space. So they had to have like a lot of complicated means of contacting each other without like anything being intercepted because, you know, there were certainly periods of time where she was being monitored by certain people because they thought maybe she was part of the Android liberation stuff happening. Um, or same thing with Xavius. Like it's been a, it's been a really, like the 300 years become really weighty when stuff like this happens. Yeah. <laughs> There's I bet. a lot has happened. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. You know, unless, unless Angel wants to throw a, a monkey wrench in there, I'm going to say that uh, the next set of codes also works. Mm-hmm. There's a third security door after that. <laughs> uh, oh. <yeah. laughs> You probably also have a guess as to what the codes are there. And when you open it this time, you come out into a fairly well-appointed tech workshop. And Angel, would you like to describe uh, anything important about the workshop or about the individual that is within? Because I think this might be Xavius's first appearance on the show as more than like a general like a flashback. We know they're out there somewhere. Yeah. It is a smaller tech workshop than you would imagine as far as Xavius is a shipbuilder uh, by previous profession and also works on small projects. So this is a little mini station that he has set up, usually kind of spaceship um, tech workshops are a lot bigger. But lately, he's kind of been switching over from his, you know, own personal project to uh, kind of bankrolling it. So a lot of it is just Starship uh, schematics, probably data pads on, you know, different designs, small component pieces that go into larger component pieces. I'm going to say on like maybe like a, a digital core board. There's, uh, you know, it sort of looks like the uh, sledgehammer that ballad is working on but it's maybe like the half half uh view of it like it's sliced in half 
uh, with just all the tech items. Everything is very neat and organized. Uh, you know, you you think of like the Android cliche of, you know, order. And he goes along with that one as far as it, it makes sense for him. So everything or for them, uh, everything is very organized with the exception of on a lot of the workstations, there's julep cups from, you know, Absalon Station's famous julep cups. Uh, famous empty. Cup. <laughs> so famous. Uh, some of them upright, but some of them tipped over. Some of them have like rolled to the floor. And there's probably about like seven of them right now just strewn about the tech workshop uh, at its current time. So seven. So it's probably early in the day. I love this character of yours, Angel, so, so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love that a throwaway uh, mall that we created in a in a <laughs> side quest for Starfinder has <laughs> has bled into this world, and it's yeah, a franchise it's, now. It's a throwaway joke from the very first Starfinder game we ever played together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and here it oh, is, God, such a it's so key good. component. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when she doesn't find Xavius there, she reengages all the doors, which I think also happens automatically. So she, to, her minor pause to do that while she's like sprinting out is a waste of time, and she gets even more frustrated. <laughs> she's she's kind of like I, I want to say when she left the crew, she was kind of panicking because she um, and she's been in sort of a. a funk ever since they got to Absalom Station because she's been thinking about the fact that they're in danger again mm-hmm. because of her. Um, and like, Deminda Deminda found you. Like, yeah. you're not like, you're you're doing your best but you're, but like, Sinjin's resources are pretty vast. Yeah. And Xavius is brave or I don't know if I want to say brave or just stubborn like the way uh, correct me if I'm wrong Angel but I imagine Xavius this whole time like any other time they've been threatened because of ballad stuff they've just been very like nah shut up (laughs) like not shut up but uh, whatever (laughs) I'll be fine (laughs) whatever (laughs) I'm not leaving I have my stuff to do (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like, oh, I'll, I'll remember. Catch me in 80 years. <laughs> I'll be ready by then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that kind of that kind of vibe. <laughs> so yeah, is so, Ballad feeling like frustrated or frantic or both? I, I think both. As soon as they got to Absalom Station, she was just very impatient. And, and they wanted to get all of this stuff done like as quickly as possible so they could go find Xavius and not feel guilty about, you know, leaving the crew behind. But now they're feeling a little bit guilty about not getting to Xavius fast enough. So they're sprinting to the mall, uh, probably raising some eyebrows like, well, what's your problem? <laughs> Why are you in such a hurry? Um, and, and they get there and they, they're going to run up to the julep cup stand because that's where they always meet if it's not at the <laughs> workshop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's looking around for them and and just kind of half half heartedly at the stand, being like, "Yeah, I I, I want a number three." And like rubbing her forehead and looking around. <laughs> uh, so, dear, you are looking for an Eoxian ether elixir, a great choice. May I also recommend adding a third portion of Castrovellian Cosmos Crush? 
you'll find the flavor blends really synchronize together. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, w- whatever. <laughs> the, uh, the ladies a very jubilant, uh, big smile on their face. Uh, Rubenesque uh, woman, probably a little bit shorter than Ballad. Big, big 80s red hair, uh, you know, with a bright yellow julep cup um, uniform and mixes it together um, with a little kind of little razzle and dazzle, very practiced, like they've done this like a thousand times and hands it over. And, um, well, enjoy. Also, a little known fact, Ballad, do you know what the Cosmic Codex of Common and Alien Language defines as hiding hide to put out of sight <gasps> to remain out of sight as an intransitive <sighs> verb Xavius you scared the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so glad you're okay fancy seeing you here back at the station didn't we arrange to have you leave yeah, well, I mean, stuff changes. Uh, there's a lot going on, Xavius. <sighs> you may have noticed, actually. It seems like maybe you noticed. <laughs> yes, I've I've seen Demenda pop through the station food court. Um, <laughs> at that, you notice that their eyes um, kind of do... They have uh, a little circuits go through and now glow a bit, and they're looking around. You recognize this, of course, as uh, Xavius is a technomancer as well. Their technomancy runs a little different from from other folks, uh, based on you know the, whatever original design you know, their designer did. But this is their kind of detect invisibility, so they're just getting the food court before looking back at you. Oh, jeez. This. Uh, you, you've returned, rather. I didn't expect you to come back so quickly. There's some you know, usually stuff we had to things can take care. Oh, go ahead. They haven't seen each other for a bit, so I think this is reflective of the conversation, too. So <laughs> I, uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, you go. Oh, you, no, no, you go. Um, no, 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 you. <laughs> usually when you hide, you do allow a good portion of time before you resurface. This is very soon there's some stuff we had to take care of on the station it's it's urgent listen speaking of um i know i've said this like a lot over the years but i think this time for real for real for real you need to leave this isn't the same this this isn't how do i even say it and she she's just like you can tell she's out of it i mean she during that last fight she did get kind of knocked around a bit uh <laughs> oh yeah sorry i never i didn't even we didn't even check in and see how ballad's doing physically at the moment oh yeah no she's still in her stamina but she's down to 18 of 35 stamina oh. so you know and she got she ran through friday's crystals right at the end there to, out of like frustration oh, yeah. to get it over with because again she was oh, feeling this right. need to get here and, and talk to Xavius so they're sort of like flustered and frustrated a little bit beat up uh, 
and they're having a hard time conveying how severe the situation is compared to the past. So she sort of takes a breath and then starts again. Sinjin is not just some assassin anymore, okay? That was the old him. Now he has power. He has real power. I don't even know how far it extends. And I stole from him and I uh, flipped him off virtually and um, I told him to go mm-hmm. screw himself in so many words. Um, in those and words. you know... <laughs> <laughs> and you know damn well that he will do anything he can to get back something that was taken from him and at this point all bets are off I I don't know he he may hold you hostage or do something to the barrel I don't know there's nothing I can do about it but beg you to like keep yourself safe I see that you're doing that kind of but I really maybe there's somewhere you could go maybe you could go stay with 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 drag just for a while they'll put their hand on yours definitely seeing that you're distressed they you see at the mention of Sinjin their eyes sort of wants to start like the eye roll like Oh Lord, Sinjin again. This, you know, this drama will pass. This this season's drama with Sinjin. It's like, oh goodness. <laughs> it's been a hundred years of this. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm so sick of hearing about your boyfriend. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes, I know. You hear your ex is bad news. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing that you're really distressed and it's just probably more than they've seen you in a while really be concerned about anything a longer term. So we'll put their hand on yours. I was never a fan of that individual. They've always been dangerous, which is probably some of the appeal, I imagine, but never stable. Uh, even foreign organic with power how much power I don't know hmm all right let's just just kind of as a brief reminder of what you have learned about Sinjin so far just in case it's it's useful or you want to um, Sinjin now like has his own crime family. He is a mafia boss in his own right. Like he's a he's a, he's the he's the king of his own little group. Okay, yeah. In that case, Ballad will say enough to have his own family, Xavius. Oh my, that is dangerous. With that, they'll mention uh, to kind of go around the counter, and we'll lead you to the employee break room in the back, a little small break room. Or ballad, you have my attention. I will honor your wishes and will leave. I do have two safe houses set up. 
they move the flesh of their arm out for the their standard. They have like just a, a sheen, like a very reflective white kind of plastic looking shell is kind of their default body body mod that they go with all the time. Uh, enter some commands. Initiate full data purge. Workshop four, and we'll, puts like the flesh sheath over the uh, over the arm. Are you leaving anytime soon? And are you taking precautions to stay out of sight as well? I don't want to be hearing that you're coming back to Absalom Station in three months after this conversation, Ballad. No, yeah, I, uh, we, we don't have any plans to come back soon, um, unless we absolutely have to. But I have good people with me, you know. Um. I'm sorry my shit always comes back to bite all of us. 60? There, there, nine. That, what would... What would this long, 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 very long life be without having you and by extension your shit in it? It definitely makes... <laughs> definitely makes the universe better to be in with all its ups and downs and ballad not everything's your fault i I don't believe you damaged sinjin that creature was damaged long before (laughs) you came into the picture oh we've had this conversation many times um goodness so don't take this upon yourself you know, I'm here for you, and I will stay out of sight. You can say I told you so. <laughs> well, I, I did tell you so many times. Hold on, I have the log. <laughs> Brings up a hollow, uh, a little hollow. <laughs> I have the log. Mm-hmm. Yep, here's some date index. Uh, look at this date index. See this one? This one right there, if you were so sure. Oh, they're long-lived. They know what it's like. Oh, they're insightful. No, no. Yeah, see, right here. No. Oh, here's this other date index. Yep. No, you're right. I, I did tell you so. I'm at, I'm logging this one in as well, Ballad. So when I see you next, I'll have this entry to fall back on. Oh, damn straight, man. You know, <laughs> next time I see you, it'll be under better circumstances. That's... That's the plan, at least. He may be uh, powerful, but there's one thing I've learned in all these years. It's that eventually, even people with people with that much to lose have a lot of weaknesses. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll get him. We have to. <laughs> She doesn't look too sure of herself because, like, like I mentioned last time in the conversation with Daminda, I think Sinjin really does scare them at this point. They understand what it takes to achieve the success that he's uh, achieved. So, you know, and she's seen him in action, like, slowly growing um, skill-wise. 
And back when they worked together, initially she was the one with the upper hand, but as time went on and, you know, they weren't seeing as much action, they started to realize they had been outskilled. And so the prospect of actually having to face Sinjin in a martial capacity does not is not something she's super confident about as much as she's pretending to be. So yeah, she like that unsteadiness is uh, coming through. Also, because if you're hiding really well, it should be difficult for me to find you, not impossible. If it's too easy to find you valid, I will make sure you know it's very easy <laughs> to find you. So if anything, it should be difficult. And just as it'll be difficult finding me, but I'll be there and you can find me. Oh, that's good. We, we have a hell of a chief engineer on my ship, so I think we'll be okay. Thank you, as always, <laughs> for everything. I think, and she's a little weepy and gives him, or gives them a big hug. <laughs> that they end with a little hug. They'll, they'll, they'll give you a big squeeze so you physically know that they're, you know, they have your support, but you know, his personality type is like, so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They're like, oh gosh. Oh here we my go. <laughs> goodness. So emotional. But yeah, big squeeze back. Okay, Mr. Spock. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> You secretly love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was a great that was a great scene, you two. Well done. Hero point. Hero point each. <gasps> Woo! Thank you, Angel. <laughs> Thanks. It was fun. And thank you, Miss Galactic Mistress, for the point. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Uh no, that was that was lovely. Um, and I'm I'm glad that Ballad was able to convince Saviest like how serious the situation is. Yeah, I wasn't sure what you were going to decide there. I was like, this is mm-hmm. a totally up to Angel decision. I mean, I'm not going to... There was enough cues for, for Xavius to be like, okay, it's it's time to move on. Wow, okay, this is serious. <sighs> I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, okay, so Xavius is giving up Julep Cup for a while. And oh, I changed my mind. <laughs> they changed their mind. Ballad, <laughs> uh, ballad. Um, do are you gonna just gonna head back to the ship? Yeah, they're still really like freaked out. Like I said, so they are definitely gonna dip as soon as the conversation is done. You know, and hide as I'm sure Xavius very well appreciates because they're like, mm-hmm. get out of here. You better go hide. <laughs> <laughs> so, Saren, while Ballad was having this fraught conversation with their sibling, uh, what has Saren been up to? So, uh, Saren probably went to the same shopping area as uh, Friday and Relora, and or as Friday and esque and uh found somewhere that would do a quick polish quick burnishing of the the crystals i'm imagining a somewhat perplexed like jeweler yeah (laughs) (laughs) hi do you have an industrial grade uh polisher (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) That I could stick a person in? Probably not. No. (laughs) (laughs) But perhaps you could just hold it against this piece of me that seems a little bit cracked right now. Yeah. (laughs) I'm unsure how that's going to work, but you know what? I'm game to try. We're going to have a fun experimental time together. (laughs) And then there's a a quick montage of them trying different (laughs) things, like getting a sander out and like a a buffer, you know. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) (laughs) Not so hard. (laughs) And and then eventually we'll make your way to the spike and the mineral deposit in particular. Fantastic. Did you prearrange with Pira to meet at this time? Are they expecting you? Um, yes. Uh, I didn't think about that, but Saren absolutely would have. You know, Saren, okay. Saren would have messaged <laughs> saying, hey, we're, we're back in, we're back on station today. Um, just probably for a couple days. Any, any chance we could meet later? And set something up. Great. So you arrive at the mineral deposit and there's a cute little handwritten sign on the door saying closed for business, except for Saren, smiley face. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> uh, Saren knocks. <laughs> uh, Pira will pull the door open uh, and just to remind you what they look like, they are a like seven foot crimson shimmering and they currently have their uh, the crystals on their head arranged into a crown, so they Ooh. look very they look very regal. They're clearly trying to put on a bit of a show for you because <laughs> they look like they look like they have buffed their crystals since the last time you saw them as well. <laughs> uh, Saren is sparkling. Saren, you don't have to knock. It is still a public place. Oh well, but you know, do I? Thank you. Um, I just assumed that it was locked since it was closed for business except for me so um well thank you uh saren will follow in sparkling kind of happily do you remember the greeting that i taught you yes that's a heidi that's heidi saying yes it was the um saren like the would palms. Remember. yeah it's like it's it's just this it's just this like hand clasp thing where you put like you know you kind of sandwich your hands together right yeah yeah, uh, yes, I do. Saren uh, extends your hand out uh, to, to begin the greeting. And they'll place one palm on top of yours. And, and Saren sandwiches yeah. their palm. Do know. the do the little do the little hand sandwich. Be like... <laughs> and <laughs> it's a hand sandwich. <laughs> I feel like Saren would if, probably say that. It's like, oh, it's like a hand sandwich. And then, you know, but we'll just be like, you know, the the place is empty, right? Yes. Saren will say, "It is a it is a pleasure to meet with you, Emperor Stesset." You, we've all seen Galaxy Quest, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, there's a there's a scene there where like somebody somebody says something like mildly shocking to one of the aliens, and they make this noise. <laughs> um, she doesn't quite. They don't they don't do that, but and and they can't go pale because they're a very red rock. 
but they, they their their sparkles flash in a way that you, Saren, would definitely recognize as like a sort of like shock mixed with embarrassment mixed with like just like you 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 get the sense that it's like that was a faux pas. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, they kind of, go on. <laughs> no, no, that I think that's just them saying sorry. Uh, I didn't. That was no. It's fine. <laughs> um, I, you, you, I, I know you how ha- you weren't raised on on Shimran sorrow or or with any of our our ways. So I I understand of um. Well, just suffice you to say that's um. Not a not a common thing to say to another to another Shimmerian. Oh, okay. Um, it's, that's a a special title that's definitely not one that would apply to me. Okay, uh, Saren, Saren, sort of. I don't know exactly. I'm getting some some images of uh, what did I say that she did with your hair, like that it's or your crystals that they're like. I don't know. She gave she gave herself a different look a few episodes ago, but I'm imagining that like the crystals at the top of your head are kind of sparkling to indicate confusion. Like, uh-huh. and uh, so why would you call me that? Let's sit down. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Saren, <laughs> but sits at a booth. <laughs> and or is there somewhere more comfortable than this than the the restaurant? Uh no, this is a a private enough space. I Well, I'm sure I'm sure you have questions. Um uh, a few, yeah. I um I don't know I how much you heard last time I was here, but um, Persephone didn't tell me much about home, so I don't know much about Shimmer and Sara. Just to make sure I'm fully clear on what I overheard, are you referring to Persephone Maliagor? Um, there's the there is just this melodic tone of. The, the um you know uh, Malia Kor I've never I, heard that name I, we are oh Caceres by name ah ah what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> their their crystals are definitely like still winking in a very similar blend of kind of like a squirmy like you recognize the emotion being displayed as a, as a squirmy sort of like ah, ah. <laughs> 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 like I don't want to have this conversation but also who else is going to have this conversation sort of the person who should have had it it definitely is addicted to drugs yes it's it's like it's it's like an adult having a birds and the bees conversation with like a preteen they're not even related to 
<laughs> and just like, oh god, you don't know anything, and I'm not the right person to talk to you about this, but you also don't have anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I looked some information up on the the infosphere after the last time, but I couldn't really find very much about Shimmer and Sara, so... Well, that's certainly on purpose. Um, what, what do you know? Um, so, uh, what I know is that they're, the ruler of Shimransara is typically referred to as the Emperix. Um, so I kind of thought it was a funny thing that you said to me, since I'm clearly not royalty, um... And uh, I think that I found out that there were seven cities on the planet. They seem a little like, they seem like they've decided to start somewhere stable. They're like, yes, yes, seven, seven cities. Uh, Shibran Sara is covered in the eternal storm, which means it's not safe uh, to spend much time outside. But we have seven incredible cities encased beneath domes in the earth and we use them to harness the energy of the storm so we have near limitless energy that's and what it's what are the what are the batteries like what are the what what sort of engines do they use for the to, to generate <laughs> the the fields <laughs> i'm not going to lie i did not pay attention to that lesson in school Okay. No, that's that's fine. I um I I went I went into crafting and restaurant entrepreneurship. Not engineering. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you're very good at it, so, you know, it seems like the the right pos- profession for you. Thank you. I've definitely done my best. I'm I'm not um Well, you know, oh, fuck. Uh, this seems about as good a place to start as any. Uh, the Eternal Storm is growing more unstable. It's growing worse. Uh, travel between our cities is getting less and less safe. Over the past 30 years or so, more and more of us have been leaving Shimrinsara. Uh, for more stable climates. And we... We hope to be able to return one day. But, um... I'm doing... I'm doing my best here. With this. I'm trying to create as much of a community as I can for us. Uh, being flung so far from the earth that bore us. I'm sorry you had to leave your home like that. That must have been really hard. It was. Uh, do you mind if I ask, do you go by Caceres? Yes, I'm Saren Caceres. That's um, the only name that I've ever known. Okay. Uh, they're literally vocalizing this. <laughs> Saren, uh, Saren is... Probably <laughs> under the table, gripping your legs just tightly. Did your did your parent explain to you what Caceres means 
No. Um. Mm. That's just how Z introduced us everywhere we went. You know, it was Persephone Caceres and Saren Caceres. I assume it means something bad now? Yes. Uh, it essentially... It, in, in sort of the common... The common tongue, it's... Uh, I suppose its closest translation is exile. Oh. It's, it's a name given to Shimrin who can no longer return home. We're oh. literally created from the rock of our homeworld, and there's no other place where we can be born. And to be Caceres is to be no longer of our homeworld. And you can never... go back or uh, you'll you'll never be able to uh, pass on pass on a legacy I suppose in that way is is what that means oh that <laughs> Saren is no longer confused and is in fact um dripping lights from top to bottom um, is in like light tears and that explains so much of why mother was so adamant about not returning or not looking anything up about Shimran Sara oh I wish I could I wish I could just stop there and that was the only thing that we had to talk about uh <laughs> oh, right there's more. <laughs> I feel like um they 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 offer you sort of a small a small smile and just goes un- yes. That that would ordinarily I think be more than enough to be getting on with. But since you don't appear to know any other Shimrin uh besides your parent um and I haven't seen Zer in uh, 16 years. Great. <sighs> okay. I did hear a lot of your conversation with Ballad. Uh, and I put together a few pieces. I called you Emprix Desit to see if that would register with you. But you just looked more confused, so I really hope I'm I'm right in telling you this. But um, many years ago, roughly um, roughly thirty five years ago or so, when the storms mm. started getting worse, a uh, a comet appeared over Caniclu, which is our capital city Hmm. Um, many took this to be a sign of a bad omen Uh, and then right after that the storms got worse and it's they they have gotten to the point 
now where it's unsafe to travel between cities, as I said, and also making it harder to uh, create new Shimrin. It's fewer and fewer uh, successful birthings are actually happening of late. Um, and uh, there were only a few... I, 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 this is all rumor and conjecture and, and things that I've heard because I knew people who worked in the Imperial Palace, but a decision was made, uh, oracles were consulted, and a decision was made to uh, sacrifice Persephone Malayakor to Phrasmus Forge, to mm. the, the core of the planet, essentially. Uh, as to appease whatever being was causing these storms. Oh. Persephone uh, in I assume Z didn't uh, didn't want that and uh, decided to leave with the help of uh, various rebel factions again. I don't I don't have any details. All I know is that there was a huge uh, kerfuffle of sorts at the palace uh, and and Z was gone. Uh, but not after it became fairly well known that Z had uh, managed to create a child herself. A very <laughs> rare child uh, I don't know You, I'm sure you aren't aware but your color is very distinctive and can really only can really only be royalty oh so that this is a very mean- fumbling explanation I'm sorry no um this is, I, fumbling or not, I thank you. Um, this is more of an explanation than I have ever received. Um, so, Z left with the young Shimmering, and I am right about that age that that would line up with that, and I've never been home. Yeah, so don't know what to do with this information. Why would sacrificing Persephone um save or end the storms? I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh all I a close and they sort of pause and there's a an undertone of grief. In their next words, a close uh, friend of mine was one of the Emprix's attendants at the time. This this isn't common knowledge, actually, that this was even thought of as a possible solution. It's very lucky that you ran into me. Hmm. 
Um, but I. Why? Well, no one else. No, I don't really know if anyone else would have known uh, some of the details. It's one of those things, Um, I suppose. I suppose. Strange that. I suppose it's obvious at this point, but I called you Emprix Desit because that is the title for the heir to the throne. Which was previously held by Persephone. And not knowing where she is, I imagine now held by you. As far as I'm aware, there have been no others. Uh, Emprix Demeter has not been able to bring forth any new heirs. Fair. Well, um, what would that mean for me? Do I need to go back there? Can I go back there if I was raised Caceres? They now they seem to not be they seem to be trying not to appear too eager but there's a, a continued sort of flutter of, of sparkles under their under their crystals they say well far be it from me to tell an Eprix Desit what to do but I think your people would very much welcome you back I I can't go home just yet I've never been there and I'm already calling it home there's a, a small caveat however Okay. And of course you are. It's in the nature of all Shimrin to long for our home planet. We're truly born from it in a way that few other species are. Can only be born from it. The reason, another reason why I say I'm glad you ran into me first and that I heard your story first so that I can caution you that your grandparent your grandparent may still be looking for someone of their line to put in the forge how oh. if I had to have a guess I'd say that this is one of the reasons your mother this is one of the reasons your parent never wanted to be found. That makes sense. Explains so much. I, even Persephone's addiction, always longing for home. I, I don't know whether I will go back or not, but, um, what an interesting conversation this has turned out to be. Um, I 
know that you are not an advisor, uh, but I would hope that at the very least we can be friends and knowing more than me about our heritage, you might have insight if I need support on something. I know that's a lot to ask. I don't. Yes, but I'm happy to serve. Please, no. Um, I don't want you to serve. I don't... I've never been anything more than almost an orphan raised on the streets raised by cults and killers um I am uncomfortable with the idea of anyone serving me that's not a decision you need to make right now but I will I will say there are several of us who have had to move off world who would um, like to who would like to meet you if you would be interested in knowing more of us I think I would like that do you want to do that right now I was actually hoping to have some more time just to get to know you rather than get to know myself I suppose they 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 laugh they laugh a little bit they like yes I I, I'd hoped uh, that I was wrong or there was something I had misread about your situation so that we could have an easier time together Uh, I also want I was hoping to get to know you better as well and I've certainly given you a lot to think about I could still be wrong I don't think I am yeah uh, I wish I, I, I would like it if you were too but I mean if you weren't wrong does that prevent us from being friends or anything else These, um, there's definitely like a blushy sort of crystal sparkle pattern now and they say I I'm worker cast you're royal cat I I I understand that's I I don't understand but I think that's a byproduct of not being raised in it I do I do want to get to know you better and I hope that you'll keep in touch with me and I don't I will I find you very beautiful Saren also blushes sparkling 
but I think we both have some, a lot of thinking to do. And I hope you'll forgive my saying so, but it's, it's hard not to think of you as a, f- a future monarch or a future well just a future at all for our whole planet there's a flash for a second of irritation anger um there for a second and gone almost before you even realize it like kind of the one of those moments where did I even see what I thought I saw mm-hmm. sort of things I understand I have been what other people needed to me to be for a long time Um, do you want to introduce me to your friends? I figured I've dropped enough bombs on you today. Okay. But I, I think it would be important to, I think it's important for you to know them. And that you're getting information about us, not just from me. And perhaps in in that situation, I might feel less responsible for you. I understand. Um, I'll be going Which, off world. And they they look oh. even they look even more awkward as they kind of rush to explain. Like just like which I don't mean to say that I don't want to be responsible for you. It's I want to be on different footing with you, more equal footing. Not equal, you, because you're you and I'm. I, I, I honestly, I mean, it's important to you to acknowledge that we are different castes, but in many ways we are not on equal footing. Not because I am royal and you are worker cl- caste, but because you know many things that I do not. Yeah. Yes, I don't want to be the only holder of knowledge about our people for you. Certainly. Um, I, I can appreciate that. Um, so, I don't know when we'll be back to Absalom Station, but we're going off-world to um, help a friend of mine, and I will let you know when we're back here so that I can meet with them. That sounds good. Thank you, Pira. You've definitely given me a lot to think about today, and if you're fine with it, I think I'm going to go. Well, I did, um, 
I did make something for us to eat. If you oh. wanted to stay. I had a whole thing planned. And I'd like it if you stayed. I think I would, too. Think we I can would. talk about things that aren't so much, but I didn't want to start knowing you on... I didn't, I didn't want to begin to know you when you didn't know who you are to me first. That, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for all of this. <laughs> I don't have much else to yes and. <laughs> they'll um they'll they'll like bring out food and like start asking you like happy questions about like trying to trying to lighten the mood and we'll just go ahead and we'll we'll fade to black on that. I felt like I was watching a novela. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was here like literally like oh my god I'm about to start crying because like Saren had this thing in your mind and it's like oh there is a wall between us now. Like, and I think that even if, even as she stays and tries to engage, like, and tries to be happy, like, there's still a sense of distance that wasn't there before. Gosh. Yep. Probably. Lots of, you know, tense things happening. (laughs) Other, other person imposed distance. (laughs) Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sh- uh, they're they're not used to having dinner with, uh, you know, a prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Saren is not used to being a prince. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a mechanic, okay? <laughs> um, you're literally not. So. <laughs> yeah. Wipes or at least that's your face. That's Pira's opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Saren literally has no nothing to say any differently, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, the math the math adds up. <laughs> like Unfortunately, the math is mathing. Yeah. It's too bad. And uh and like I don't know, like I, I had a I had fun kind of playing with the idea of like what would just sort of be general knowledge that you just don't have about yeah. about what about any of this that like like you're like just just sheerly about how unique your color is. Yeah. Dead giveaway. I mean <laughs> Yeah. I am this coloration that is so unique, like I haven't seen many other shimmering, but there's there's a reason why I've not seen any other dark blue and gold ones. Yep. Like so uh yes. No, it's it's very fun. I really enjoyed the scene. <laughs> Just like Me also too. Like, <laughs> like, oh this kind yeah, of sucks. Like, don't apologize because it was very fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Like uh <sighs> Drama bomb. I like it when y'all know me. I get to just enjoy myself. (laughs) And now Saren uh, just has to sit with that info because y'all still have a job to do. You still have to go save Shan. 
Yeah. Saren's not telling anyone, by the way. Exiled royalty (laughs) from another planet, and I can't do anything with that information at the moment because I've got to go to work. (laughs) And if I go back there, they might throw me into a volcano. Throw me into a a volcano. (laughs) It's a Joe versus the volcano situation. (laughs) Uh but that's why it, there's uh, been this big hole in my heart for so long. It's because I kind of want to go back there. Yeah, that oh. explains it. I, this title episode title is Saren versus the Volcano. <gasps> Saren yes. versus the Volcano. That's oh my I, god, that's perfect. Yes. Um, <laughs> or we that. name that. We name it. Uh, name it that much later on if we ever get to to shimmering. Uh, does, does that mean shimmerings are big on orange soda? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I, lo- I love that movie it's such a bad movie but i love joe versus the volcano is one of I my favorite i haven't watched it in so long i barely remember it i watch it every year like that movie is personally uh the reason why i never want- wanted to work like in a heavy office job or like any kind of situation because that like that like the beginning of that movie just depresses me so much. Just like, oh god. <laughs> uh. Anyway, the drudgery. <sighs> okay, so hero point to Heidi. Oh, thank you. Good scene. Um, I can't hero point myself, unfortunately. <laughs> otherwise i would give myself 15 for every episode <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i mean you can give yourself 15 hero points i just can't use them yeah like, I, um, I, I, I like when when as players we get to vote and be like uh the jam gets a villain point you know point! <laughs> <laughs> that is great Okay, so in the evening, all of the cargo that you are taking to Entha is loaded up, and it's loaded up for you, courtesy of Ask's Friends. Yes. Cool. Does anybody remember what the cargo even is? Nope. Did anybody even ever ask what the cargo even was? Nope. What, am I the captain? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not our business we just haul it that's our slogan not our business we just not our it. business <laughs> actually what are we care is it in the notes um i i literally don't think anybody asked <laughs> okay so i'm just going to tell you now because presumably you would have asked at some point what the cargo was <laughs> <laughs> no we literally don't care because that's not why we're going there <laughs> not why we're here oh no you know what in previous episodes miss fanny oh because it's their previous quartermaster experience they always check in because to see where it's optimally placed like you can have this too hot too cold i remember that from previous episodes so that would be at least a conversation during the loading. Good this should have been like way before, but what, during- what are y'all all, what are y'all loading up anyway? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's Tickets replacement pet. parts. It's just replacement <sighs> machine parts. It's really boring. There's nothing cool. 
It's we did it's ask, and I made a floor. joke about lug nuts, precious lug nuts. Oh, you did ask, and I did, oh. and self stealing stem bolts. So there, that's right. I remember uh, this now. Okay, I remember this. I might have been in cognitive decline now. last last recording, but, but you, you I, weren't about to miss make... a D Space Nine reference. I, yep. <laughs> Great. Okay, so they load up the self stealing self sealing stem bolts. It's not self-stealing. Self-stealing would be a feat. They're like, where did they go? The cargo hold was full. They just, they just randomly will teleport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you take off the void jammer, you know, heads away from Absalom Station. Uh, Friday and Relora probably having a fairly normal, you know, pre-flight checklist you go through mm-hmm. it you get out of there uh ballad and Saren are burdened by terrible knowledge but of just trying to muddle through anyway uh, and- also lovely collective mistress i will reserve the right to for us to have some starship upgrades uh just offline discussion so we don't waste time during recording absolutely yes um if you want to you can absolutely figure that out um i will say that you had time on out you didn't you were not on absalom station that long so i am going to limit you on time depending on what those upgrades are you were on absalom station for a day so if there's anything that could have been done in 12 hours then then sure um but any any like anything that could have been done within 12 hours and any shopping that you did um just let me know let me know after we're done. You enter the drift, and I'm going to say... The drift. I'm going to say because I'm rolling for it, and that's the dice are going to say, that you are going to be en route for three days. Cuckoo. Cool. To Entha. And Can I think I we're going to go be- ahead and leave it there. <laughs> and uh and uh what were you what were you saying heidi uh imagine being told that you're the the exiled heir to a planet and being left to sit with it with nothing to do to distract yourself for three whole days not for three whole days <laughs> <laughs> there are downtime activities saren could uh embroil yourself in but uh, you know that's uh you stand on that the ship with me and <laughs> stare at face <laughs> saren has engine room depression oh. engine room depression <laughs> i'll be fabricating a sniper rifle in the tech workshop maybe ballad and saren can help with a project oh yeah if you can find her <laughs> like what saren don't She's you have hugbot scrap to go through yeah <laughs> Saren doesn't have the motivation to do it right now. <laughs> Saren's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that? When you want me to do what? So is there something wrong? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're in that like dip phase in in the drama movie just before the heroes make a big triumphant emotional comeback. <laughs> oh. Exactly. You guys are going through all this stuff and we pan over to Friday. I was going to say, everybody's dealing with all their shit and Friday's over there just playing his harmonica. (laughs) Ah, Friday's sitting there playing harmonica while everyone else is going through their shit. 
Gotcha. Oh, I heard <laughs> shit. It sounded like smelling shit. Veronica is how it sounded like to me. I was like, I'm sure that's not what it was. That's what the song is called. Far yes. Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you can't get enough of us and our drama, we have plenty of fraught emotions going on on our other show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, which is a uh, run of the Reign of Winter adventure path for Pathfinder 1E. It's fraught. It's dramatic. Baba Yaga is not there, but we're trying to find her. And uh, <laughs> you should go check that out. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Find links to all of those things on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. If you'd like to support us, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, please consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash, where you can get access to behind-the-scenes content for all of our shows, as well as our undying gratitude for supporting our queer actual play podcasts. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter for the time being. I'm Heidi. You, uh, your mentally depressed space rock um, chief engineer, you, Saren Malayakor. You can uh-huh. uh, find me online at Vamahillion. Don't you love finding out you have a new name? Yeah. Is Saren going to start going by Malayacor? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> we just barely install the nameplate on the engineering door. We're like, we just installed this one. I just had business cards made for you, Saren. You better not yeah. change your name. Hey, I'm allowed to change my name whenever I damn well please. <laughs> there digital business card so it's like beep 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 update uh Uh, yeah you can find me online at vamahillion uh this is angel i can be reached at espinoza 916 tweet me your recommendations for julep cup names (laughs) yeah i want to hear those names (laughs) i need to turn that into a cocktail one of these days um you really do do i go third on this one uh yeah Usually i do okay <laughs> yeah, like, you do it's, been so long. <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> um this is jess your scared upset android who's worried about their family you can find me at hank the clank and this is Dustin Alexander, your silent pro- protagonist for this episode. You may reach me at <laughs> Dustin Alexander on the Sokia Medias. There was Fanny no and room. Friday at the mall the whole time. <laughs> it, it was a whole mall montage with Miss Fanny. <laughs> yeah. And the captain. Miss Fanny and Friday had a nice day. You're welcome. <laughs> we we waited at the julep cup julep cup stand for 45 minutes wait it's like where's where's I the clerk <laughs> man what horrible service the machines are still running <laughs> at some point friday just goes around the counter and starts serving himself <laughs> <laughs> that's so friday that's so friday 
Oh, if you enjoy our show, do us a favor. Tell friends and family who you think also might enjoy the show to give it a listen. And we'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Pew. Frickin' pew. 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 Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. Casting different stones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sedimentary, sedimentary rock. You're obsidian. <laughs> it's we're just too different. <laughs> <laughs>